Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for a turn number 841. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10Fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored, the Ili Nishmas Golda Bas Yitzchak. So here we are at the beginning of the first of two months of Adar. And one of the things we remember when we come to the month of Adar is the statement, Mishanichnas Adar Marbin Besimcha. When Adar comes, when this month comes, we increase in happiness. And so I'd like to talk about the origin of that and how we are meant to understand that line. So the idea comes from a more familiar line, which comes from a Mishnah in Masechus Tainus. The Mishnah says that there were five terrible things that happened on Tisha B'Av, five terrible things that happened on Shiva Asar Batamas. And after describing all of those things, so the Mishnah there ends, Mishnah Av, when Av comes in, we lessen our Simcha. Of course, don't get rid of our Simcha. Always leave some Simcha, leave some joy, but we lessen our joy. That's what it says in the Mishnah and Tainas. So, it doesn't mention anything about the month of Adar. So, in the Gemara over there, it says, Just like... When Av comes in, we lessen our simcha. Kach mishenichnas adar marbin v'simcha. So too, just like we see it by Av that we lessen the simcha, so too by Adar we increase the simcha. Okay, so it's not exactly clear what that means in any respect. What does it mean to lessen simcha? So with Av, we know that it means that we have mourning practices that are attached. Uh, we have the, uh, let's say, no laundry or no haircuts or no weddings, different customs that have uh, adapted throughout the years, some beginning the week of Tishbev, expanding through the nine days, some the entire three weeks Tashkenazim. So we have actual physical practices where we lessen our simcha. We don't involve ourselves in binyan shal simcha, building things of joy. The question is, what does it mean in Adar when it refers to marbin simcha, increasing Simcha, what exactly does that mean? So the Gemara gives one example. This one example is actually a bit difficult. While you may have thought it meant just our practices should be a little bit different, as we'll see some say, but the Gemara seems to say that there's uh, an omen over here. There's, there's something to these days, which means that I should expect good during Adar, or I should expect, God forbid, bad. Amar of Papa of Papa says, Hilkach, therefore... This is the case. If a Jew has a court case against a, a Gentile, he should avoid it in Av. And he continues, he says, reschedule. He should reschedule for Adar, where our Mazel is good. So instead of referring to actual practices of these days, it's referring to the omen of these days. Now, of course, this is deeply problematic. We've talked about this in the past, the idea of, uh, the idea of divining times, having omens and, and good times and bad times that I'm going to behave a certain way is somewhat uh, troubling. And some talk about how this is or is not different. The Maharsha, really Tosos, asks a different question referring to Ein Mazel Yisrael. There's an idea that there is no Mazel, there are no Omers, there are no special times, because the Jews are under God and God alone, even if others are under this notion of Mazel. So the Ritva answers the question by saying, But with these two months, Yesh Mazel, we do have Mazel, because that's the decree. The decree of Ein Mazel Yisrael, the idea that we don't have Mazel doesn't apply during these two 
months. Okay, so then uh, some understand differently. Tosa says that, listen, bad things are going to happen during bad times, and good things are going to happen during good times, and I don't really want to get into this element of it right now. That's perhaps the uh, more controversial part of this idea, Rav Papa's statement, that therefore we should behave and expect good or expect bad during these times. But they're more simple understandings of these words. First of all, the Rambam, interestingly, ignores them entirely. It's as if he only read the Mishnah, where it says, Mishnah Av, but didn't read the Gemara, where it says, just like we see this in Av, we should also see the corollary, or I should say the opposite, in Adar. The Ramah doesn't have it, therefore the Shulchan Aruch also doesn't have it, which is interesting because the Rosh and the Rif do have this idea, and usually the Shulchan Aruch picks two out of those three, and instead here sides with the Ramah and leaves it out, although others do mention it. The question is, what is the nature of this Simcha, and what is the reason for the Simcha. So the nature of the Simcha, many understand this, either it's mental, whether we're supposed to be happier, the Me'iri uses the phrasing that we're supposed to daven more l'hispalel or l'hodos, we should be more grateful, with the, we should think more happy thoughts. Some understand that it's a mental thing, some understand that we're supposed to do the trappings of Simcha, maybe if it's, uh, let's say, wine, or do the things that make us happier, or eat meat during this month to make ourselves happier. But let's focus a little bit on the why. Why would this be that this month is so special? You're obviously thinking of the question, I mean, is it because of Purim? Because Purim's nice, but aren't there a lot of holidays during the Jewish year? So if you look at Rashi on the page, Rashi immediately addresses this. Rashi says, Yemei Nisim Hayul Yisrael. These are days of miracles. That's why Adar is so special. Purim Upesach. And again, instead of just saying Purim, which is the holiday of Adar, he feels the need to add the idea of Pesach. It's not clear why. So Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, well, it is clear why, because just Purim alone isn't reason to feel particularly happy during the month of Adar. Again, the reason we feel unhappy during the month of Av is because so many things happen. The same destruction occurred twice over the course of our history in the same period of time. So there's double the not fun when it comes to Av. So he needs more than just Purim to consider this day or this month of Adar to be so special, so he adds Pesach as well. That might be why he adds Pesach. Rav Yaakov Emden also says maybe he's also addressing, let's say, in a year like now, when we have two months of Adar, which is the month that's the happy one, which is the month that we're supposed to increase happiness. It's the one associated next to Pesach, where we actually celebrate the holiday of Purim. That's what Rav Yaakov Emden suggests, is why Rashi mentions this. Now it's interesting that the idea would be that Purim is leading to this trend of Pesach. It's leading to this sort of streak of holidays where we begin with Purim and with Pesach and so we're so excited in this month of Adar, we're Marbin B'Simcha, not just on Purim, but the days around Purim. Now there are some questions about this, right? Because in Nisan we don't say Tachlan because it's such a good month, it's a month of Geula, but if there is an association between the two, and this is the intro, maybe we shouldn't say Tachlan in the month of Adar. Maybe you're going to say it's too much to not say Tachlan for two months. That's already crazy. Maybe that's why we don't do it. But there's another interesting point that I saw in the name of uh, Shmuel Wozner, who quotes the Chassam Sofer in a letter. The Chassam Sofer in a letter signed in Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon, the first day of the first of two months, signed a letter which says, Alpha Rosh Chodesh Adar, Rishon, Shemar bin Bo He seemed to think that there should be an idea of Simcha even 
in the first month. There are a variety of explanations for why there would be Simcha, other than what Rashi said, that there's an association between Purim and Pesach. You could suggest Mishanichnas Adar Marbin Besimcha. You know, when we come to the Simcha and the Mishta, Mishta and Simcha of Purim, which is the nature of the holiday, we have a problem. It's really difficult to really focus on the Simcha of Purim. You only have one day, it's a busy day, and you know, sometimes there's alcohol involved, because that is the mitzvah, to get Simcha. But sometimes when the Simcha is very physical, we are unable to really focus on the idea behind the Simcha, which is so physical. Therefore, I would suggest that maybe what it means is, Mishanichnas Adar Marvin Simcha. Don't wait till Purim, but rather instead, Mishanichnas Adar. When Adar begins, you should really start thinking and focusing about what the Simcha is about, what is the joy about, we're always trying to celebrate, so that by the time you get to Purim, you'll understand it in a more deep level, and it'll make more sense to you, and you can celebrate it better. Lastly, we'll just share the Svas Emes. The Svas Emes, beautifully, the Gemara Taina says, if he didn't have Rashi, he would say, you know, this whole Adra thing has nothing to do with Purim at all. Nothing to do with the miracle of Purim. It has to do with the fact that in the month of Adar they would collect the Shkalim. You see, every year, as we're going to read in Parshish Chuma, there would be charity in Parshish Kisisa, they would collect the Shkalim. There would be a renewal of the, the accounts of what would be used for the Karbonos Tzibur, for the Karbonos that would be used for the Karbon the things that were brought for the entirety of Kal Yisrael. And everybody, he says, was so overjoyed. What a simcha to be able to contribute. What a simcha to be able to make meaningful the money that we are making every single day, to take a portion of that and to designate it for something more lofty. It gave value to everything we did every other day, of the year, and he says that's the corollary between Av versus Adar. Adar is about donating towards the temple, the Beis Hamikdash, being involved in that incredible movement, whereas Av represented the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. That's what the Sfasema suggests is the reason for this joy, which is particularly meaningful as we come in this week read Parshas Truma. Kol Nadiv Libo Truma Si. If a person wants to know and understand why to give, the greatest reason to give is because it shows and it makes meaningful all of the money that we make and why we're making it. We're not just making it for our own use. We're not only doing it for selfishness, but we're also doing it to give and to give to lofty and incredibly important goals. That's why Mishnah Adar Marvin Basimcha, and although many do think that it only begins the second month of Adar, I don't see a reason that we can't be more reflective and more joyous in the first month as well. Have a great day and a great month.